Another episode of the His Story Podcast. I'm your host, JB, a.k.a. Josh Brown, a.k.a. Brownie Mix, whatever you want to call me. And I'm not joined by Ken and Cheyenne. They are, we are no longer in the same city, so it might be a while before I have them back. But I do have a very special guest here today. We're going to get a woman's perspective on a few things so i am joined by miss anonymous thank you for being a guest today thank you for having me of course and we don't have wine but we are sipping on a little bit of crown royal and ice because just moved out here so i don't have any chasers so not gonna be a lot of drinking going on because we do have to work tomorrow at least i have to work tomorrow um, but yeah, so wanted to get a woman's perspective on a few different things that Ken and Cheyenne and I have talked about in the past. I know you don't know them, but they're on the show. Um, so yeah, thank you again for being part of the show. The intro is always like my worst part, but before we get started, I want to give a special shout out to the sponsors of this podcast, Spotify for podcasters, number one for making this podcast possible. If you have aspirations of starting your own podcast, go to Spotify for podcasters.com and they do the rest of the work for you. You just got to have the idea. Also, shout out to Get Raw Nutrition. Go to getrawnutrition.com. Use code BRONIMIX with two X's at checkout to get any pre-workout, protein, creatine, whatever it is you may need for your supplement needs, as well as very nice apparel. Remember to use code BRONIMIX. Save yourself 10%. Also helps me out. Screenshot it. Send it to me so I can thank you personally. And new sponsor. Shout out to Every Plate. You can go to my YouTube channel. Uh, I will be dropping a video this week. I'll explain what Every Plate is. But go to my YouTube channel. Comment full tummies. And you might just get a free box of food. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. <laughs> so we'll start easy. Well, first things first. Are you single? Yes. Okay. So we're going to talk a little bit about relationships today, obviously, because it's the History Podcast, but we're also going to talk fitness. You work out a little bit, yeah? Absolutely. How long have you been working out for? For about seven years now, on and off. Not consistent at all, though. <laughs> it's longer than me. Do you play, you played sports? I did. I grew up riding horses, and now I um, play disc golf, actually. You good? Uh, you don't think I am. <laughs> yeah, you're not that good. I beat her in disc golf the other day. He's lying. On the back nine. The back nine, I did very well. <laughs> He's yeah. terrible at golf, too, by the way. Anyways, um, when it comes to fitness, what what kind of workouts do you, like, how do you plan I your workouts? I pretty much am into strength training alone. I do a little bit of yoga on the side, but mostly progressive overload workouts, um, trying to grow all the muscles in my body. What did you work out today? Legs. Glutes and hamstrings, specifically. Glutes and hamstrings. <laughs> Sounds like a woman. I'm just kidding. Don't cancel yeah. me. Don't cancel me. What's your favorite body part to train? I've been really into back recently. Um, really want to grow my lats quite a bit. Um, but obviously, I'm a woman, so 
glutes are probably the main thing that I enjoy training, I would say. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever heard a woman say she enjoys working out back before. But that's cool. What do you do on your, you do one back day, you do two back days, you do seven leg days? Seven leg days? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I do one back day, uh, one full body day. So it's a little bit of back mixed in as well. So, um, but yeah, I do three leg days a week. So. <laughs> got you. I got you. What are your, what's your like, what's your end goal? Just to build muscles or? I mean, isn't it everybody's end goal to have a fat ass? <laughs> well, at least for women. I was going to say, not mine. Uh, I guess end goal is just really to be strong as possible. Um, I really want to be able to do a pull up by myself. Um, so that's why I've been training back quite a bit recently. Gotcha. Got to be able to save myself if I fall off a cliff, you know? <laughs> yeah. In, in the event you ever find yourself hanging off a cliff and i enjoy hiking so um that's definitely a possibility for me <laughs> and you gotta learn how to do a muscle up that's gonna get you off a cliff that's what yeah. my my first personal training manager when i started training that's what she said i was like what's the purpose of us learning to kip and do muscle ups and all this dumb stuff in case you ever need to save your life she's like yeah what if you're on the edge of a mountain and you need to use your hips thank to you keep yourself up <laughs> to get back on the mountain and i was like first of all i'm outside but not like that Second of all, I don't go hiking. Mm. Some of y'all understood the outside reference. Others might have missed that. I'll come back and pick y'all up on the way out. Um, but yeah, so life update for me, because um, I don't know if I said this in the last episode. I think the last episode I posted was with Ken. But life update for me, I just moved out here to Charlotte, uh, just started a new job, um, out here meeting a lot of cool people um mainly co-workers um, but also a few cool people outside of work i've met and uh, i'm enjoying the city life uh, i'm no longer in the suburbs of greensboro but enjoying city life so far and um life has been good for me you're also from the 336 i am how long yeah. have you been in charlotte I have been here almost five years. Actually, it'll be five years next week. Um, I moved here originally for college and I ended up dropping out of college. So um, I've just been working every day of my life pretty much. Um, but I, have, I find time to enjoy life around the city. So um, Charlotte is definitely one of my favorite places that I've ever been to. So really, um, yeah, it's a good nightlife here I enjoy it. I have not really experienced much of the nightlife yet well you've been here for two weeks give it a give it a little <laughs> bit <laughs> yeah, that's true that's true i went out uptown one time and i was one some co with some college teammates other than that i've just been kicking it around the crib and yeah what's been around it's, here it's uh very different than the 336 i'll tell you that for sure it's um, always something going on people are a lot better here though the 336 is a little dangerous now <laughs> everywhere is dangerous everywhere is yeah. dangerous it's always home though so um what when you when you went to school? What were you originally planning to do? I was originally um, a criminal justice major, actually, which is interesting because I have no um, desire to be that anymore. <laughs> but um, originally, I was a major in psychology and a minor in Spanish. Um, I have like a little bit of a history with my family being in addiction, stuff like that, with drugs. So I originally went into psychology to find out what purpose like that was for mm -hmm. me um just to kind of get a better understanding on them because i thought they were the problem not the disease 
Yeah, a little, little deep there, but you know. It's all right. It's uh, all right. That's what we're here for. <laughs> Got to get educated on it. Yeah. Are you still teaching yourself or educating yourself more on the disease? Um, not really. They've definitely grown up quite a bit and changed their lives um, most of the time, at least. Um, but I kind of got a better understanding. I talked to them more, got more of a real idea of like why they started and really what happened. Um, so that helped me a lot. And then obviously majoring in psychology for two years definitely taught me a lot of how the brain is structured and stuff like that. So um, it was a weird time for sure. But now we're all BFFs and, nice. you know. You love to see those kind of turnarounds. Yeah. You love it. So criminal justice. So that explains the whole, like, I love true crime. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big true crime podcaster. Um, Are you a crime junkie? Yes. Listener? Crime junkie and Morbid are my two Uh, main podcasts. They get annoying sometimes, those two sisters. Oh, don't say that. (laughs) Their their voices bother me. Hopefully they're not listening. I doubt it. Mm. But I can only take so much. I listen to them like once a month. I can only take so much of their voices. I'm a weekly listener. I listen to their new podcast every single Monday. <laughs> That's where I got the Wizard of Oz info. Okay. The fun fact that I'd be spitting out sometimes. I got mm-hmm. that from them. But all right, cool. Let's talk about, let's just dive in. I'm just going to dive in here. Are you on dating apps? No. Have you ever been on the dating apps? I but dabbled in Tinder for like a month and I hated it. So not my speed. I really like to get to know people in person. What'd you hate about it? Did you get any dates from it? Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> were they were they dates? I mean, I went out with them. Yeah, <laughs> I um, definitely did not enjoy it. I I feel like it's different when you vibe in front of somebody versus on the phone, and then they're just a different person when you actually meet them in person. So um, I don't like when people lie to me. So I'm just like a straightforward kind of person. Like, tell me not don't tell me what I want to hear. Tell me who you are, so I can decide if you get to be in my life how many dates did you get on get get from tinder uh dates that i actually went on yeah. two okay. <laughs> okay dates that i was asked probably like 12 12 it's a good ratio in a month it's a great ratio yeah i guess so what was the best pickup line because i know tinder is like full of <sighs> pickup lines and then like come over um <laughs> i don't actually remember honestly i tried to block that time out of my life Okay. So, um, that was like a rebound situation for me after my last relationship. And I just wanted attention, I guess. (laughs) Bad attention though. So, um, I'm in a much better place of like, I'm happy being single and thriving. So. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'd love to hear it. Um, well, dang, that took out like four questions that I was going to ask about (laughs) dating apps. Um, have Have you you ever been on a dating app? Yes. Okay. Hinge. I used Tinder in college, but I went to college in Fayetteville, so Ooh. yeah, there was nothing there. Um, I used Bumble for a period of time when I worked at Duke. That was dry. But I've had Hinge for majority of the last seven, pretty much this year. Okay. I've had Hinge, and I've been on maybe four dates and I've enjoyed two and I are you still talking to any that's of what I was getting said to. Dates? I communicate with zero on that level okay uh, I did become friends with one 
So I have friends with one, uh, and the other three have either ghosted me or I ghosted them. Is this like a friends with benefits situation, or is no, this like a just, just friends? We just text. Okay. Yeah. Um, we keep in touch, see how life is, and we're just friends. We'll, we'll get into friends with benefits in a little while, because right? I feel like we both have some stories to tell. No offense. But, yeah, I've uh, been ghosted by one or two, and I've ghosted the other one or two. I don't really know. You ever ghosted anybody? Absolutely, yeah. All right, let's <laughs> dive in. That's what I wanted to really talk about today. Um, I actually recently ghosted somebody. Um, I work with him, and, uh, yeah, it was a bad situation. Um, I feel really bad about it in a way, but I also didn't really get the vibes that he liked me like that, and... So when he actually asked me on a date, I just never responded to him. So super awkward situation when I have to see him at work, but... Yeah, how do you ghost somebody at work? Uh, I just don't respond to their text messages when they text me. (laughs) He doesn't talk to me when I'm at work, ever. It's very strange. Um, Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. (laughs) Have you ever been ghosted? Yes. How did it make you feel? Honestly, I wasn't even... (laughs) I wasn't even that mad about it. Um, I feel like it was like a mutual ghosting situation, but he ghosted me first. So So you had um, intentions of ghosting? Yeah. I, at Have least, you ever been ghosted without the intention of ghosting? Yeah, one time, but I was in high school, so it's just okay. like, whatever. That doesn't really count. Dang, ghosting's been around that long? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess you're younger than me. I don't remember getting ghosted in high school. I don't remember getting ghosted in college either. For me, ghosting didn't become a thing until like four years ago. Well, I graduated college five years ago, or graduated high school five years ago, so that makes sense. Yeah, ghosting, well, maybe it's been around longer because I've been in relationships. Yeah, it definitely has. Um, I was in a relationship for a long time throughout high school, and then that was like a rebound situation that I kind of jumped into, and... um, I guess he found out that I had just recently gotten out of a relationship and he didn't like that. So peace out. (laughs) What's your opinion on ghosting? You think it's uh, a good thing? I think now it's disrespectful because we're grownups and you should just be able to like say, hey, I'm not feeling the vibes. Like, don't really like you anymore. But I get it in a way if it's like my My situation where you don't feel anything towards them and it was like a quick you know like they ask you on a date and you just never reply okay what do you think about like so i have this thing in my phone because i'm i used to be very bad about ghosting um i'm trying to get out of it but i I recently wrote up this thing in my notes it's i call it an anti-ghosting text and basically, it's just a text message that I'll send out when I'm not feeling somebody. I'll be like, I'm just going to send that, and then that'll be it. So I, instead of just, like, not responding. Uh, and basically, it just says, like, hey, I've enjoyed, insert what we did here. But I'm no longer really interested or ready for insert intention here. What do you think of something like that? Do you think that's better than just, like, I think I would appreciate it. Um, I can't say that I would do the same, though. <laughs> so you would still ghost? Um, I'm hoping that I never have to again, because it doesn't, it doesn't make me feel good. But 
also I just have really bad anxiety. So um, the whole like getting that text message written out and sending it. Um, That's why you put it in the notes. That way you can just copy and paste. And yeah. Send it. Yeah. I guess you're right. I don't know. You might have to send me that because I might yeah. need that one day. <laughs> yeah. I'll send it to you. Um, yeah. That's why I did it because yeah. I am very, very bad about like either getting ghosted or ghosting. How many um, people do you think you've ghosted in your life? In my life? Yeah. Since this is the new thing for you in the last few years. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, that is a hell of a question. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say I've probably ghosted seven or eight women. Uh, All since, for the same reasons? Since my last relationship ended. No. Uh, I can't say certain reasons on the <laughs> podcast. I have a reputation to uphold. Mm. So we'll just say I didn't really have fun okay. or enjoy or see a future with said females. That's fair. Um, I did get ghosted by this one girl. All right, so here's the story. <clears throat> So it's like, yo, I'm starting to, I see this girl, I'm like, dang, or like followed her Instagram and I knew who she was. I was like, dang, okay, she's cute, whatever. Um, she went on a date with one of my friends, but I didn't realize it was her until after I got her number and then I had to get my friend's permission so it didn't get messy. Uh, and so me and her went to a Charlotte Hornets game. All right, we went to a game and we come back and we had fun. And I'm I'm thinking I didn't I'm thinking I got ghosted because I didn't kiss her, because like opportunity was there. But I just I was like I want to see her again. I'm gonna leave something to be desired. I'm stupid. Um, and I was in my I was being a simp, but took her to the game. We had fun. We got the bang bang burgers down the street, and then we went back home. Or I took her back to her place, and then I went home. Two days go by. I didn't reach out. I was like I'm gonna let some I'm gonna let it simmer. I'm going to see if she reaches out. A couple days go by, and I haven't heard from her, so I reach out. Nothing. So I reach out again a couple days later. Hey, everything all right? Nothing. I'm like, okay. Same, the second time I reached out to her, she, like, reacted to one of my Instagram posts. Like, I posted something, and she sent the laughing emojis, like, the reaction. I was like, oh, well, this is nice. So I, like, was being sarcastic. I was like, oh, you're looking at my stories that you won't look at my text. And I put, like, the smirk emoji so she knew I wasn't being serious. Scene. Ooh. Okay. So I guess I'm getting ghosted. A couple days later, I post, like, a gym picture, and she likes, or I posted a gym story, and she, like, likes the story. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So, like, <laughs> I got ghosted, but she's still, like, creeping and, like, watching and, like, reacting and, like, to this day, still liking my stories. Interesting. So from a woman's perspective, please explain the psychology behind that. Honestly, I have a feeling that she did not appreciate that you didn't reach out to her after the first date. Um, it was technically a second date. Well, okay, even that's even worse. And you didn't kiss her on the second date. Um, not to see her again. Uh, yeah, well, kiss her and then see her again and kiss her again. <laughs> I am a simp. Um, yeah, that's, that's the only thing I can think of. It's a little weird that she still like watches your Instagram and stuff like that, I think, because I was expecting like an unfollow. Yeah. I would expect like a blocking situation if that was the case. Um, blocking. I mean, 
hey, if she's not interested, like, it's just weird to me that she reacts to your Instagram. Even if she just watched it, that would be one thing. But, like, actually reacting and knowing that you get that notification that she reacted to your story is kind of weird. Um, so, I, yeah, I don't know. That's every ghosting situation I've ever been in. It's like a blocking situation. Like, you don't talk to them. You don't look at their stories or anything like that. Um, I feel like blocking is kind of dramatic I for mean, a couple dates. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's why she didn't block you, maybe. Um, but I don't know. That's that's weird. You must have done something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't kiss her. Uh, I would say, no, I don't even think it's the kissing thing. I would say that it's definitely because you didn't reach out to her either that same night or the day night. I next reached day. out that night. I just said, thanks for today. I had fun. And, and she never she responded? responded to that. She oh. said, me too, smiley face, little heart hand emoji thing. Huh. And that was the very last message I ever Maybe got. she has a boyfriend. Nope. You sure? Nope. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, happened so quick. You could have just been her little sneaky link or something. I could have, but we didn't link sneakily. We went to a professional basketball I mean, event if and she's... both posted it on our Instagrams. Okay. I don't know. Then that's... I'm going to go with that you didn't reach out to her and she was mad. Okay. Or maybe somebody else slid in in that time when you didn't reach out to her. Okay. Speaking of maybe having a boyfriend, that's another thing that uh, was brought to my attention a few months back. Uh, I had a friend who was talking to this girl, and it's happened to me too. I had a friend that was like talking with this girl. They were going on dates. They were having sex, you know, the whole nine yards. And then they go, like, a week without talking, and this girl has a boyfriend. Okay. Uh, I want to know if this is, like, a thing wow. women, women do. Because I've, I've had that situation before, too, where, like, I understand, like, having a roster, talking to two or three people at the same time. But, like, having sex with this guy, and then a week later, you're posting another dude with hearts and i have a feeling that was something to where they may have been like on a break situation and she got back together with him but needed like a rebound situation in between that's the only thing i can think of um because i don't i definitely could not be that person that's like talking to multiple people and then jump into a relationship with one of them and not like give anybody the time of day of like hey sorry by the way i'm getting in a relationship um especially sleeping with them because i feel like that's something that i just don't typically do right off the bat especially within a week period of time um <laughs> but yeah i don't know I, th I think that was probably like a break situation and she just needed somebody to make her feel better so you think she was only sleeping with this one guy, or I have a feeling uh, probably was not. No, with, she was yeah. probably hoeing around for sure. But yeah. um, you know, teach their own. I mean, if you're on a break, then do what you want to do. Do you believe in having a roster? No, no, I can't juggle that. That's a lot. I feel like men are so much better at that than women, um, which is tragic. <laughs> I know a lot of women that. Um, uh, I used to be like that when I didn't have a full-time job in a life. Um, uh, definitely high school time. Yeah, I had a roster for sure. Early college, absolutely. But um, once I got into like adulting, no, don't have time for that anymore. It's way too much to juggle. I know a lot of women that have a roster. You know the wrong type of women. I, someone had to say it. 
You guys heard that. No offense to any women listening. This is an anti-sexist campaign. I did not know what I was getting into having this guest. Um, <laughs> anyway. I'm going to uh, keep it real 100% always. But yeah, I know, I know quite a few girls that have a roster. I know quite a few guys that have a roster. I've had a roster. I don't anymore because I don't know people out here. Um, Do you plan to have one now that you're in a new city and it's a big city full of beautiful women? That brings me to the sponsor, Every Plate. Thank you, Every Plate. <laughs> Um, I cannot see into the future. I don't think I'm in the capacity to juggle multiple women at one time. Um, I'm getting too old for that. You know, I'll be 30 in about three years. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm getting past the point of rosters and sneaky links, and friends with benefits and all that other stuff, which brings me to the next topic. And I want to spend some time on this one. Sneaky links. I want... A woman's definition of these three words friends with benefits sneaky link two words those two <laughs> phrases. <laughs> those two phrases honestly I think they're not very different in my opinion um, I think friends with benefits is more so like you get to know the person before you sleep with them before you jump into bed with them um and you just set those boundaries immediately of like hey we're gonna be cool but like i don't want anything more than that sneaky links i think are typically like the 4 a.m booty call that you get when you're just feeling lonely and you want somebody to come snuggle and um but i feel like they're similar in the same way as like you're almost friends with benefits. You have to have those boundaries because if you don't, then you might catch feelings. You might have people upset that you have other sneaky links or friends with benefits. So, um, yeah, I feel like it's a, it needs to be like one or the other kind of thing and you have to have boundaries for sure. So do sneak, like you said, if you have a sneaky link, you have multiple sneaky links, like people sleep, like, I don't know, because I feel like in my past experience, when I've had beneficial friends and sneaky links, I've always set that boundary of like. I mean, that's if, what I'm saying is you up, have to set just, boundaries of us. like, you know, there's some people that might want to have multiple sneaky links, um, but there's a lot of people that don't where it's just like a strict one on one basis. But that causes the problem of possibly catching feelings when you have that strict one on one basis. So what's the communication boundary with friends with benefits versus a sneaky link? I feel like one communicates a lot more than other than another than the other. I would I mean, friends with benefits, I would say definitely communicates more than sneaky links, because I feel like sneaky links tend to have a possible relationship with someone else or something like that. I feel like the definition of sneaky link is like you have relation with other people. And it's not just one singular person, you know? Yes, Rod Wave said in his song, Sneaky Links. I don't know why I'm quoting Rod Wave right now, but he said in his song, <laughs> Sneaky Links, everybody be cheating, but nobody want to be cheated on. Yeah, exactly. So maybe you're, you're onto something on that definition. Yeah, but um, I think friends with benefits, for sure, you definitely communicate more. You get to know each other better. And I, 
I feel like friends with benefits tends to turn into a relationship unless something goes really bad. Have you ever had a beneficial friend that you started catching feelings for? Absolutely. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Actually, multiple times. (laughs) Yeah. Same here. What about what about a sneaky link? I don't want to. Well, they don't know who you are. You're anonymous. Uh, Have you ever had a sneaky link that you caught feelings for? No, I'm not. I'm not a big like sleeper around or anything like that. I don't. Sleeper arounder. I don't do that. Um, I typically make sure I know the person. So I, I. You've never done it. You've never had a hoe face. I've never had a one night stand. I can tell you that. Um, I've always seen the person again after that, or known them before I've slept with them. Um, So no, I don't. I would say I've never had a sneaky link technically. Okay. What about, I know you said you ghosted a co-worker, right? <laughs> Have you ever had relations with a co-worker? I don't know if you slept with this dude. It's not my business. Have you ever had relations with a co-worker? I'm putting you on the spot. Yes. Twice. Wow. Um, Was the ghost actually, one of them? No. Oh, um, <laughs> I actually dated... Um, one of my coworkers for about two and a half years. Um, we met at work. Worked that was together. your last relationship? Yeah. It was a coworker? Yeah. We worked together for about a year before we got together and then dated for about two and a half years. Um, That's crazy. And uh, now I might just have another one at my new job. So um, we'll see about that. It's been, it's been good the last week, I'd say. But, you know, we'll see where it goes. Crazy. I feel like you tend to find people at work though because you're always there, you know. And I I now work in a job where I'm around like-minded people as me, so you know, I feel like that's always what I've looked for, somebody that has the same drive, ambition and goals as I do. Yeah, it is tough, especially like for what I do for a living. I can spend 10-12 hours in a gym. And yeah. so, you know, that's whatever 12 times 5 is. That's that many hours in a week. And yeah, 60, I mean, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 55, yeah, it's 60, 60 hours a week in a gym. And so I'm around the same people for 60 hours. And I mean, there are beautiful women that work out. I like people that stay in shape, but what's worse. All right. So you dated a coworker for two and a half years. My ex-girlfriend was my very first client that I ever had. Which situation is worse, a coworker or a personal trainer that starts dating a client? Because you're messing with money both both ways. So my situation, I dated my general manager. So that was rough because he was my boss and we actually couldn't work together once everybody found out about us dating. Um, So I had to transfer stores and that became an issue because it became this whole thing of like hearsay between the management company or the management team. Um, So he would just believe that everything that everybody else told him even if it wasn't true so the first part of our relationship was really hard because he just didn't understand like where i was coming from with the job and why i hated the job why i hated my new managers and he was a general manager though so he couldn't really quit his job or do anything else except for just work and work 70 hour weeks so um do you guys live together yeah after we dated for about a year before we moved in together. Um, and that was not good, I'll tell you that. So I'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was interesting. Um, I highly don't recommend, but I think that with- Dating a, 
a coworker or a manager? It's hard because like, I feel like it's easy to get into a relationship with somebody you work with because you're always with them. You're always next to them. However, you get hella people in your business afterwards. So it's almost better to like hide it from the company, I would say, or at least your management team, because then you avoid that situation of people talking and saying things that may not be true. And yeah, I think that that's a little, just a little too much. Like nobody needs to be in your business. I'm a very private person. I don't appreciate people either talking behind my back or assuming things um, because I became a manager about six months before we started dating. And so when oh, so it, you both were managers, he was just like your supervisor. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I was a service manager. He was a general manager. Um, and I got promoted way before we started dating. However, once it came out that we were dating, everybody assumed that I slept That's my way right. into management, which doesn't make any sense because it's a but shit it job. But so <laughs> in a lot of jobs, you see exactly. So I think that's what you kind of want to avoid if you're going to go for dating a coworker. Um, I think your situation is a little bit different where you were hired by said client to make their life better. And maybe you did in a I way. made their life but different. For sure. <laughs> I just, I think that if they're paying you for a service it's a little weird in my opinion to go for like (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know it just i mean but i guess if you vibe then who cares you know like you have to meet somehow and well i mean we had a backstory prior to dating it wasn't just like ooh, client ooh, cute so you knew her before you she hired you as a personal trainer i knew of her i she's a year older than me we went to high school together i graduated with her younger brother okay that makes more sense then. I thought you meant like you met her when she hired you as a client or as a personal trainer and then you started no. dating. Okay. See, then she definitely wanted you, I think, because she wouldn't have hired you as a personal trainer, I think. That it if- wasn't really her. It was more so the brother set everything up and then it was just like, I'm going to help you out. And then it went from helping out to humping out. <laughs> <laughs> that was a force. And now I live in Charlotte. <laughs> but Interesting. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned the whole, like, he was my manager thing. Because my manager, I think I told you this the other day um, when we were talking about the podcast, that my manager pulled me aside. And he was like, you single? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, well, I figured you would be. I guess it'd be hard for you to move out here if you weren't single. And then he was like, I highly suggest you don't date any coworkers. And I was like yeah and then we talked about how one of the other spots seems like everyone's dating everyone and we laughed about it and he's like yeah i mean if you think they're the one but don't just go sleep around with your coworkers." and i was like i don't plan on it so i mean hey you're in a new city if you want to go hoe it out you might as well but i don't Tool recommend it in your job necessarily um just just out of personal experience but yeah, no i don't think I'm um gonna... i think that at least no. wait until like the person quits their job or like possibly transfers <laughs> to another location make them quit <laughs> make them quit um but i think that since 
you've already done really well at your current job now. I think that if you were to get promoted and you found somebody inside the gym you're in right now that, you know. I slept my way to the top. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be kind of hard. All your bosses are males, but okay. Uh, If you're into that kind of thing, go for it. (laughs) Anyways, I'm a straight male. Um, (laughs) There was a third word I wanted you to define for me or give like your opinion on i'm not sure if i've talked about this with ken and Cheyenne on the podcast but we've definitely covered the topic maybe not directly but i want to know it goes hand in hand with friends with benefits sneaky links i know you said you've never had a one-night stand so maybe you can't talk too much about it but just the hookup culture in general whether it's been you you've never you've never had a one-night stand so maybe not you but like what you've seen from the hookup culture like we're both 20 somethings i think it's especially in this city and it's back in high point yeah it's huge like the hookup culture so i just want to know kind of like does that turn you away from potential partners or like you know do you ever think about that kind of thing like what are they doing when they're not talking to me i'm not super big on like competing for guys if that makes sense um i if you don't want to be with me or talk to me then move along please because i don't have any interest in talking to somebody or dating somebody that is talking to or dating somebody else um especially if it's as far as sleeping together um i'm definitely big on like not not risking the std portion of it and um just in general like i want to be the only person that is being talked to at the time because i just feel like it's more personable you get to know the person so hard to juggle more than one personality and I just don't appreciate it. You know you're honestly. talking to a personal trainer, talking about hard to juggle multiple personalities. <laughs> you know, as a trainer, you see like nine or ten personalities. Yeah, but you're not sleeping day. with them. That's the thing. Is no, like, but you're their therapist. Yeah, I mean that's fine, but like, as long as their therapy isn't coming home with you, then it's fine. I'll never make that mistake again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I, I mean, I don't know. I definitely am not the type of person to do it. I know that people can, and it's. Maybe it works for them. Maybe it's great for them. But um, no, I've I've done that one time where I've slept with two people at the same time, and that like is not a threesome. No, oh. <laughs> no. So you? I was talking to tamed. two people at the same time, and um, I never got any STDs. I'm gonna make that clear, but <laughs> um, I definitely didn't like the juggling situation of like having to deal with both personalities, having to talk to them at separate times because they didn't know about each other. Did you ever get mixed up on like what you might've told one versus the other? Cause I get mixed up with my friends. Like I'll say something to my friend and they'll be like, bro, you already told me this. And I'll be like, (laughs) Oh, honestly, I think that's part of the reason why I don't do that because I don't want to have those problems of like, Ooh, me slipping up and calling you a different name or, you know, just in general of like me telling you something like, oh, I hung out with this person the other day. And then you're like, hmm, who is this person? You know, because like saying a name you've never said around them. Right. Right. So it's just a little awkward to like have to to explain. Um, But yeah, I just think that's it's way too much work. But hey, if it works for you. Go for it. Just please be safe own. because nobody wants babies that are unwanted and STDs that are unwanted. Yeah. What's your opinion on like 
talking to or courting or dating or whatever with a guy and he has a kid is that a big that's like, a huge deal no. breaker that's a huge deal breaker for me not a chance um i personally don't know if i even want kids myself so um i think that that would be i just heard too many problems my brother has a wife that had a kid before they got married and it's rough dealing with the baby daddy of the kid um they're going to court right now for custody hearing and stuff like that so um i just don't want a third party person involved in my relationship i think that that's the biggest thing i don't even think the kid is necessarily the issue of for me at least i think it's more so the other parent that has to be involved because it's their child so um unless it was a situation where like the mother had passed or was like completely out of the picture situation possibly and if the kid was great that's a big big thing for me because i know a lot of people's kids are not it so really depends on at what age they had the kid i guess yeah and kind of like where their mindset is because there are some parents that are like you know your age or my age that mentally they're up here yeah. and then there's parents that are my age that are mentally down here yeah and so, i mean i I specifically know one girl that has a kid that is my age and she is not the brightest bulb in the box, I'll say. Um, so I get it in a way. <laughs> um, but I feel like it just makes it harder in general just getting to know more than one person because if you're really going to have a long-term relationship with somebody that already has a kid, you almost have to have a good relationship with the other parent as well. So I think that's the biggest problem is like, you're not only dating one person, you're almost having to date another person to get to know them as well, to make sure that you fit into that lifestyle. So, cause I know a lot of crazy baby mamas and let me tell you, I will not me be the too. first, I will not be the one to deal with it. I can't, yeah. <laughs> I will go to jail. <laughs> I talked to a girl that had a kid at one time. It wasn't the baby daddy that was the issue, it was the girl. The kid was cool too, but the girl And sometimes it happens like that for sure. I mean, sometimes it's, it's just not meant to be in general, um, especially if you don't get along with the parent, <laughs> the the main one that you're dating. Um, obviously, that's not going to work. But um, I feel like that happens a lot, though, where like you meet the kids and you really enjoy the kids and you like the kids, but then you hate the parent. That's what makes it dangerous, in my opinion, is like because I know me. I wouldn't say I love kids, but. I get attached very easily to things. And it's very easy to get attached to a kid. Especially a good kid. Especially a kid that loves <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> well, I think everybody knows who you're talking about now. <laughs> speaking from experience, no one's going to know. They'll never know. But, okay. Um, there's other things I want to ask you, but... I would like to get you back on the podcast to talk about deeper subjects, if you're willing to do that. Yeah, I'd love we'll to. We'll talk off mic about what we're allowed to say, what we're not allowed to say. But I do want to talk more about, like, the ins and outs of relationships and breakups, because we've both had weird situations. Yeah. So we'll discuss off mic what we can and can't talk about, but I would like to get you back on the podcast to discuss that as well as a few other things with like friendships and stuff like that. But thank you anonymous for being on the podcast. 
One thing I make Ken and Cheyenne do, I'm going to make you do it too. I want to know one thing that you were grateful for in this moment. I'm grateful for new friendships. Um, I just recently started a new job as well. So um, I've made quite a few new friends and I'm very grateful for it. I've had the time of my life the last two weeks that I've been at the job. Love to hear it. Can I um, ask you the same question? What are you grateful for in this moment? I was waiting on this question. (laughs) All right. So I've said this before and I'll say it again. It's the same analogy I've used before. But I once said I was grateful for all the opportunities that are coming my way and all the doors that are opening and it's turning into a very long hallway. Well, I'm starting to feel like I'm halfway through that hallway based off conversations I've had with coworkers, conversations I've had with management, all that kind of stuff. Things are really looking up for me. It's looking like this move was needed and the right thing to do so far. And it's always the best decision to get out of the 336. I can tell you that. (laughs) It's home. It's home. It is home, but it's great to visit and go away from. Yeah, it is nice to to get out because the only time I've been away from home was in college. And again, I was in Fayetteville and there's less in Fayetteville than there. So but yeah, it's starting to look like this was the right move for me and something I should have done a long time ago. And so I'm very grateful for things that haven't yet happened because I know they're about to happen. So, yeah, that's my soapbox. But, um, yeah, thank you again for being on the podcast. As always, I'm your host, JB, a.k.a. Brownie Mix, a.k.a. Josh Brown, whatever you want to call me. And this is season three of his story, and we're starting off with a woman's perspective. But until next time, peace. Peace out.